Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hello, and today we have Sonia Montiel. Sonia Montiel has served more than 20 years in college admissions profession. Her students are more than engineers, business leaders, teachers, and doctors. They are innovators, creators, and compassionate problem solvers. Sonia protects the worth of and authenticity of teens so they feel ready to take on the world. Welcome, Sonia. I love it. And like, yes, the energy is there. Thank you so much for having me, Victoria. Yes, I absolutely love it. I love supporting colleges, teens. It's our generation. We get to support them as much as we can, and specifically in these times right now. So tell us, please, more about how you was always your dream to become, to serve college admissions and help in college admissions professions. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. No, it, it wasn't. I was in my 20s and I actually wanted to be a PhD and pursue communications. And it was when I was denied by the top universities um, for graduate school that I shifted. So it was all accidental. It was a twist and turn. It was the fail where I said, oh no, what do I do now? I landed my education, getting a master's in education in Santa Barbara, just because I wanted to stay in Santa Barbara. <laughs> it was all location. And so students, I don't, I'm not advising just to choose your career path based on location, but that was my turning point. I, in my program, I learned, wait a minute, I can impact the lives of teens and young adults. And so that was the motivator that got me started in college admissions. I rolled into working for admissions at UC Santa Barbara. And then as I grew wiser in the profession, I became, my purpose changed, my vision changed. And I don't know if you want me to go through that in terms of my story of, of how that evolved as I evolved as a person. Yes. Okay, great. Yes, so please do. I'm in my young 20s. I still have ego. And working for you, I was part of coordinating large conferences, traveling throughout the state of California with the chancellor and faculty. And I was driven just by ambition. But what was happening was, as families were coming into our office to understand access to higher education, I realized that it wasn't team-centered. There was a lot of anxiety around admissions, about being enough. Am I good enough to get in? And I, I was very bothered by that. I was bothered by the adults supporting the teen saying, are you good enough? To, are you meeting the requirements? And it was like a light. It was instant in terms of me not wanting to represent one institution, but wanting to help families navigate this interesting phase of my teen is about to leave the house or find their purpose as an adult. How sacred is that for me to be part of that? So I transitioned to working at a high school, which I loved, but I only represented one high school. And it wasn't enough because I was still bounded by these quotas and only the number of students within that private high school. 
And just my backup for me, I'm a first-generation college student. It's the irony of all it. I was raised by a single father from Germany. He immigrated from Germany in his teens. I have a twin sister and we had to navigate college. We were lost. And so I didn't get the resources to help me make the best decisions. I was lucky that I landed in, the, in my career path and my educational path. So I knew that where was the access for all families, not just others that just had, oh, I can hire my private college counselor. So that was when I left the high school. I said, nope, not enough. I have this passion. I have this vision. I am opening up my own practice, College Confidence, and I shall help. I want to reverse the culture that this is not about college going. This is about nurturing our teens in the home, building those relationships with their parents so that lasts a lifetime and really setting a sense of purpose for our teens after they graduate high school. And so that's the essence of how I grew in, the, in that vision. And I also have two children. So I had to go through, I have a 20 year old and I had to go through the process of raising my own teen and helping her find her path. And that was a very humbling experience. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. Okay. And my question is, what is your number one mistake that you've done? Not that we're regretting of it, but you could have done differently of starting a business or anything else I would like to share. Oh gosh, yes. I think I'm lucky. I was also raised on soccer, German dad. And failing is all part of the process. And I enjoy the failing. Like I embrace it. It's a competitive nature. But gosh, did I wish that I was more educated on the business operations and logistics of being an entrepreneur. So I quickly learned that passion alone wasn't enough to become a successful entrepreneur that I really had, I should have done better homework in terms of financial know-how, marketing. I had no idea how to do any of that. I said, my passion's enough and then all those other things will follow me. And I wasted a lot of time trying to figure those things out. Thank you. And my question is, the next one is, what is your advice for those who are just starting out? Courage. Every day, if you're an entrepreneur or if you even change jobs, anything, it takes courage to show up 110%. That and knowing what your purpose is, like, why am I here? Why did I decide to make this career change? Why did I decide to leave a stable career and start something absolutely new and innovative? You have to know what your why is. And then what is the outcome of that? Why is it for personal growth? I feel good. This feeds my ego. And to me, I'll just warn you, it's not going to be enough. So 21 years being in the, but it feels good at first, but then you're going to say, what impact am I making in the world? So know your purpose, know your why. Find a mentor. So you're, to me, humankind, we need to lean on each other. I don't care what kind of expertise you have. You're always learning. And professional development is a requirement. So never settle for, I've mastered this information and I'm good. I don't need to learn anymore. Then I know that eventually you're going to hit failure. And finding a mentor in the industry really helps elevate the knowledge base, the practices, the strategies, and especially working with teens and younger generations, it's constantly changing. And I'm sorry, just my last thing is just trust yourself. That intuitive feeling, you have to trust that 
if you don't trust yourself, then how can you trust the business? How can you trust others coming in? So find that, that center and find that trust. Absolutely. Trust. All start with the trust. Yes, right. Okay. My last and bonus question is, feeling the blank in the sentence, if you really knew me, you will know that I am blank. If you really knew me, you would know that I used to be a creative during college where I puffy painted furniture as a way to find calm. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's funny. That's cool. All right. Thank you. And how our audience can find you, Sonia? Oh my gosh, please reach out two ways. My website, collegeconfidence.net, or I have a Facebook page called College Confident Parents. So you can, all my contact will be on, on those two sites. So thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithlday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!